Hey everyone, and welcome to The Philip Show. Per usual, grab your coffee and let's get started. So like many of you already know, I'm an identity branding and marketing strategist. So I enjoy kind of helping people get where they wanna go. I think there's so much power in stepping into situations, stepping into relationships, stepping into business with an authentic stance. But what happens when you try and step places, but the authenticity is missing? What happens when you're having trouble getting to who you are in order to step into spaces as yourself? It could be corporate. And I think a lot of you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you're thinking about it right now, like, huh, I wonder how I navigate that. Well, listen, today we're talking to somebody that's gonna give us the details on how to do that and what she is doing, a highly organized professional experience in leading diverse and inclusive teams, adept in developing, equipping, and growing collaborations among individuals and groups to help them reach their strategic and organizational goals in urban, suburban, and rural environments. I'm telling you right now, get your notepad out and take some notes. She is committed to empowering and equipping individuals to transform their lives and the lives of others through authentic relational encounters. Please welcome the founder and chief executive officer of Authentic Encounters, Lena Morris. Lena. <laughs> Hi, Philip. How are hey, you? Hey, how are you doing today? Great to see you. You're in the office and I know you're just busy, busy, busy. Well, I mean, yes. I, I don't know if it's busy or full, right? Uh, sometimes oh. busyness suggests that we're just doing random things, right? Mm. Taking space, but life is full and we're adding impact that's but that's a difference between busyness and uh having life full and abundant so i that, told y'all to, to take out your notepad let me get mine because she's already <laughs> dropping the nugget you know and i think that's a good distinction and what a great lead-in to how you approach um people and businesses and how you approach the assistance um to give people your knowledge and your expertise. How did you discover uh, the world of personal and corporate training and development? What made you say, you know what? I'm gonna help people in this way. Honestly, um, I, my steps are ordered by the Lord. Let's just be honest. I okay. can be professional if I wanted to. Anywhere that I have ascended to in my life has been the uh, steps ordered by the Lord. Um, you and I went to Kentucky State University together. Uh, I went there and obtained a criminal a degree in criminal justice, right? Oh. So with that, you know, life took me from there to corporate America. And no matter what, my basic DNA is to show mm -hmm. up as a performer and an achiever. So um, I wish that I could say I had enough insight to map this road. Um, obedience got me here. And okay obedience has kept me here so yeah. i couldn't tell you uh, i couldn't tell you that i mapped it um only through obedience and going back and connecting the dots uh is how i got here you know connecting those dots can be um can be very interesting i speak with a lot of people even in coaching situations that i have and we get down to the how did you get to where you are 
and what were those dots that you connected? Because, you know, we, our lives are so dynamic and we change so much as we continue to grow, be it spiritually, um, emotionally, relationally, things begin to alter our steps, right? And then we decide like, you know what, now I'm passionate, you know, about this. What did you identify? You, you're in corporate America, you're doing all of these things, you're ascending and, you know, you're reaching some heights that a lot of people, you know, aspire to. What made you say, I think I want to give my perspective and give my help to these people in the way that you're doing it now through Authentic Encounters? Yeah, so it really started off very structured, right? You take a job. Uh, I left K-State went straight into an executive position at the headquarters of Target and leadership was initially what showed up, right? So leadership is what corporate America would have been the identifier. The more I got into leadership, the more I really valued not only getting the task done, but helping people be better in the process. Mm. So as I continue to be um, exposed to opportunities to lead and then past basic leadership, what it looked like to really see the employee empower and equip the employee. Those were the things that I began to take away from leadership programs, tours, mm. both in the um, uh, corporate America, and then also in faith-based places and spaces, right? Okay. So that those intentionalities uh, that kind of showed up for me and then the desire to continue to be developed and um, humility gets you there, right? So people see leadership in you and when they see leadership, opportunities present themselves. And so gifts, skills and talent get you in the door, but good people skills keep you there. Mm. So it was all of those intentional things that lined up for me that kind of landed me where I'm at in as far as leadership development uh, and, and multiplying those opportunities in other people. Authentic encounters came from that faith-based side, right? Okay. Begin to realize that um, just interacting with people, uh, sometimes just one encounter, one encounter with people uh, can change their lives. Sometimes people like, I need 30 days. I need this. I need that. Um, for me, I thought about the woman at the well. Just that okay. one, that one encounter with Christ changed her life forever. I believe every day when I walk out of my door before I even get to work and deal with the teams that I deal with, that I have the opportunity to impact somebody uh, in the elevator at the okay. grocery store. I wake up and look for those um, encounters every day. And so leadership development, coaching are just the vehicles that allow me to usher in opportunities to encounter, uh, to have those encounters. So that's just kind of how I arrived at where I'm at today. Well, speaking of your um, authentic encounters, tell me about your company. And I also want to tell me about the company and I want to know who are your services for? Okay. So authentic encounters. So uh, I have my own LLC and that's what I do. And in addition to my main career, where I am a vice president of careers, culture, and development in the uh, electric utilities, uh, so um, authentic. Said, don't get it. She said. I, so she said. I still got a seat. Don't. No, I still got a seat. Tonight. Don't. Don't play. <laughs> Multiple streams of income. Hey man, praise the Lord. <laughs> and multiply. Not only yes, but in dollars. Don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, so the services are really in my development uh, process. I went to corporate America, so I have, you know, services built for them. And then halfway through my adult life, uh, in my professional career, the Lord allowed me to go on staff at a mega church for um, seven years. So I have that faith-based and community-based um, outlook as well. COVID came about and we were still working, but not, you know, in the building. But there were a number of um, companies, I mean, a number of communities that needed additional support for, for um, Department of Child Services. So I went and got certified to kind of be a caseworker and trainer for par parenting classes there. So I also have uh, opportunity for faith-based community parenting um, opportunities. And then I've also, uh, as if I didn't have enough to do, I do a lot of outreach. And so I've run for 10 years, I've ran uh, two big community outreach focuses where we've uh, done summer programming for families or we've done a huge Christmas experience as well. So I kind of run the gamut of corporate faith community um, and um, that part there. So that's just kind of who I seek to serve. So when you got started, because it does sound like a lot, just from a person just listening, it sounds like you're very blessed and it sounds like you're very busy. You know, so from all of the things and all the tasks that you have to do, you clearly have the capacity to do them. You know, how do you, as somebody who coaches others, right? How do you manage your priorities when it comes to all of these things that you're so that you're doing so well yeah uh, i only do what i've been created to do oh. i do not listen i do not believe it could work if you're outside of your lane yeah right? if you want to avoid crashes and things of that nature operate outside your lane uh, as a single mom and i wouldn't necessarily say single i would say a mother of uh, a mother of of kids, but I necessarily didn't fulfill what we think of as a traditional single mother because I believe in the body of Christ. I believe in community. I believe in the village, right? Sure. So my my sons, Avery and Jaden, actually came alongside me uh, in a number of these things. And they grew up, you know, most of the times when people are uh, youth are filling out applications for college and things like that. They'll say, what was your community service? And they have to kind of look for that. They grew up living a life of service. So um, I was able to parent and bring them alongside me in all of these endeavors, right? And what's super funny is I have one son that's in college now and people like, he's the, he's the most mature uh, 20 year old, I know. And he, they speak, both of my kids speak in large terms about leadership development. They see their jobs at the YMCA or at regular places like through this heightened lens of uh, leadership. So I've been able to juggle it all because I've been obedient to where I'm supposed to be. I do not believe you can do everything um, and that you're not called to be and be successful. You have to be obedient. That's how it balances. You mentioned something, and I just want to trail off just a little bit and se segue. You mentioned something when it comes to you know being in a non-traditional household right now. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there's this huge conversation right now when it comes to influences on young men. 
And I love the fact that you're talking about people are interacting with your sons and they're seeing what, what, what leadership you have, what qualities you have. Wow, there's something extraordinary about you. What advice mm -hmm. would you have somebody who only looks at the non-traditional family unit, if you will, mm -hmm. and says there's gonna be something missing and children aren't gonna turn out the way that they should? I cannot say I agree with that um, because, like I said, the body of Christ, community, resources. My, uh, my sons had a number of male mentoring programs. They had uh, official youth programs through church, and they had the extension of my uncles and things of that nature. I was very intentional um, because I'm called to do authentic encounters. I had to live that out even with my own kids and, and that relationship there. So uh, we were able to be non-traditional, but fully loved, fully supported, um, because it's those authentic encounters uh, that allowed allowed me to be a mother and and support them in that and navigate that and get them the things that they needed. I didn't feel the need to be a mother. I, I wouldn't dare say I'm the mom, mom and the father. No, I'm not. Mm -hmm. and you know what? And I would I, every time I turned around in my community, I'd be like, I'm not a single mother. I'm a mother who happens to be single. Get over here, help me with these kids. But you can say that yeah. right when you're in relationship with people. You yeah. can you can do that when you're in relationship with people. So that's how we maintain that. And thank you so much for uh, for sharing that and being so transparent to share that because I, in a lot of conversations that I'm in and speaking to different people, a lot of times there's no balance to the conversation and there are no um, either remedies or no solutions or no, hey, try this. And I love the fact that you're using a community as the building block and as you know the village that is gonna come alongside. And I think in a lot of your work, it seems as though you're that village for so many people <laughs> coming coming alongside them in, in your work. On your website, you mentioned transformation. Yes. You mentioned that, and I love that word, but I wanna ask you, um, what does transformation, in the context of authentic encounters, what does transformation mean? Yes. So what we look at in, in corporate America, it's also a tagline that we use now for the uh, companies that I serve. Uh, it's going from training to transformation. Mm. I no longer just want to give you uh, tools, right? I really want you to be trans uh, transformed. How can you apply the assessments that we use to help you further understand your identity? How can you use those to adapt your interactions with other people to have successful encounters with them so you can either get to the relational results you need or the productivity and business results that you need. The one thing that I really love about even a lot of the assessments and things of that nature, when you talk about like emotional intelligence and strength finders and all of that good stuff, I uh, love using those same instruments and assessments in community settings. How awesome is it to help people in households that are always responding to crisis to slow down and be able to have the tools to effectively manage their emotions so they, um, that they can control that output or that behavior toward the kids in the home, each other in the home, and ultimately in the community. I really believe the more um, opportunities that these tools are used just outside of corporate America 
but across communities. How awesome is it for youth to be able to get strength finders? This is your strength. Let's operate out of that. How can we get that in the hands of parents and uh, young adults and family members earlier? So before they even get to corporate America, they know who they are. They're confident in who they are and who they are not. And they can um, have those better relationships from home to the boardroom. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And what a resource that is. I'm curious to um, to pick your brain with um, with authentic encounters. It seems like a very large umbrella, right? It seems like you offer a lot to a lot of different types of scenarios. Mm -hmm. How does somebody know that, you know, it's my time to reach out and mm -hmm. get use some of the resources? How do I know that? Yep. So generally what happens um, now is that people can go to the website and it says, pick your encounter, right? And every encounter honestly is starts with me having a conversation with them, you know? If it's companies, I'm doing a survey, kind of surveying where they're at, what they need, where they're trying to go. If it's individuals, like what are those personal outcomes? And so I would say if people are looking for an authentic calendar and if this is the right time, everything within you will let you know. You will be searching for something. You will be searching and you may not be able to put your finger on it, right? Yeah. But you will want to say, I want to have greater impact. And you might not say greater impact, but you say, I have things to contribute. I want to be value respected and heard. How can I do that? How can I, you know, enlarge my voice in that way? You're That's the things that start to pull you to places that you like, I need to find a resource for this. Um, and authentic encounters, we are all inescapably connected to one another. Even in, you know, you can come and sit in the middle of a room, not say anything to anybody, but your presence still impacts them, whether you talk to them or not. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So with these authentic encounters, how can we get the fullness of life from the relationships, whether they be business, family, community or whatever? How do we get the fullness out of those relationships? Because it is my belief that when it's all said and done, the only thing that ever really mattered, right, um, outside of your, you know, selection of Christ is the relationships that you encountered and that shaped your experience. Uh, they are the very essence of the legacy that you leave behind. So that's why um, encounter, uh, authentic encounters exist. And I believe people that are crying out for that um, relevancy in their life will then begin to seek out where they can get that support. What has, a lot of times people step out of the boat, if you will, mm -hmm. and there's a call that they have and they're apprehensive. It's like, I don't know. It could be the, the entrepreneur call. It could be anything. But you had your call to do authentic encounters. Mm -hmm. How have you personally changed from your decision, since your decision to say, you know what, I'm going to embrace this and now we're going to run? Uh, to be honest, it, it, I've dabbled in it here and there because as a, you know, a mom, you know, a single mom over the years, I did balance the capacity. I'd always kept a full time job, whether it was in ministry or in corporate America and kind of dabbled with this on the side. But honestly, this year I was like, we're done. We're done. We're going to really fully leap. And, and sometimes that fully leap for me, honestly, the first thing was 
okay, start this website, pay to get this website done. And what helped me stay consistent with that was an outside mechanism. It was the um, website designer. Like you have these deadlines to hit. And that's all I needed was that external accountability. And I can't even take ownership for it. It was the process of launching the, um, the website that made me just say, go on and take the leap. And so the leap happened in just me saying, okay, let me sign up for the website designer. The smaller, braver steps were, I got to hold true to this timeline. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I put some dollars in there. She has some deadlines. And then once you launch it, like anybody that has sense, you know, good sense anyway, was say, hey, I just paid for this website. You better get it on out here and start advertising. But the way it is, is, um, you know, back in December, me and some girlfriends, we kind of did our vision boards. And it had been a while since I did a vision board, right? And I really do believe in write the vision, make it plain. But um, we did that in December and I did the vision board. And then I took a step of faith uh, with the website a month ago. But before the website even went live, I had already had three company, uh, three corporate, um, kind of three corporate uh, opportunities. Interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even before you got it done, before mm-hmm. you got, well, well, let me say it this way, before your first bullet point was finished, yes. before you completed that first step for you, yes. it was already working for you. Yes, I just believe, and that's what I'm saying. If you take small steps of obedience, I believe things will come together. We call it uh, prophetic action, right? You just begin the action and the rest will come, right? So that's kind of the, the leap that I took. and. And so some people, it looks like a big leap, but to me, it was small leaps, but staying consistent to myself and make sure I hit those deadlines so I could get that website launched um, within the time frame that the uh, creator asked me to do it in. I think what you're saying is so, so profound. It's so simple and so hard. It's so simple to just do something, but it's so hard to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yes. it's so, so difficult. And I find mm-hmm. that just that first momentum step, mm-hmm. you know, just that first out of your head into the tangible, into some sort of action and saying, I'm going to yes. commit to doing this. Mm-hmm. And then do, do you find that after you do that, other commitments become easier? Yes, because really, really what we do is we close what we call the data gate. Most of the time people procrastinate because they're just keep running the data, running the data. And most of the times all you need is to make a decision, because once you make a decision, then you can have some form of action, right or wrong. But then it stops you from just just running the data over and over and over again. And it is the small steps. And that's the thing I like to say with people is. Be realistic with yourself, right? Don't keep thinking it has to be this far out big thing. You know, commit one action a day and Mm. little things add up, right? So um, push yourself a little each day to do that one action. And then once you do, you'll look back and you'll be like, oh, wow, I've I've accomplished a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm listening. I'm listening and like checking off some stuff in my head. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Fine. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. I know some people are going to be um, watching and listening, and you know their their wheels are going to be turning too. You, as um, as the founder of this incredible incredible organization, 
what can someone expect? What kind of experience can I expect from you? Um, one is very committed, very customized. I do not do out of the box. You might ask for the same title, but it is not the same product. Uh, it is very customized to the individual. Uh, we are all created uh, differently. Our needs, our outcomes, the way we are motivated, the way we need to be supported is different. I see the individual. So what I can, uh, I can honestly offer you is the fact that I see you. I hear you and I want to be able to support you in ways that are effective for you. Um, and so it's not cookie cutter. Yeah. You no, know, it's not cookie cutter. You can look at like our programs area and things of that nature. And there's a ton of programs and you can choose any of those programs with any of those titles. But I guarantee you, you won't get something that's out of the box. It just, it just doesn't it doesn't make it um, authentic and it doesn't make it genuine to yeah. each customer. Does it make it harder for you as the facilitator of the relationship? Not really, because okay. I'm walking in what I'm called and gifted to do, right? I just, here's the uh, thing. My, this is my, my, my microphone, hold on. <laughs> You're so silly. It was a slow drop, it was a slow drop. You're so funny, but to me, no, right? Because I tell people I, I, eat, this for, I eat this like breakfast in the morning. Mm. It's, do you understand? Like, um, it isn't, and I, I am gifted to do it. I can only okay. tell you that I am gifted to do it. I often tell people, especially people on my team, do not set me as your measuring stick. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I am a high performer. I do produce a lot, but I don't do it. And it's not a strain for me to do because I operate in the space that I've been uh, called to operate in, whether it's corporate America, in my family, uh, in my community. So uh, it's not good to use me as a measuring stick because, you know, we all have our portion that we can contribute. And yeah. So, well, that makes sense too. You're operating authentically mm -hmm. and to try and operate in your authenticity is very artificial. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, even if you know, you become one can become successful. It won't be as authentic, and I'll and I dare say it's not as easy. No, you know what somebody does with ease. That's because they're good at it. You know, now right. somebody somebody might be able to accomplish the same thing, but with like some drudgery, yeah. some pushing along, some hard work, mm -hmm. a lot of Red Bull. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, see, and I think that's another indicator because where other people like they say, "Girl, I look at you and I get tired," but I look at me and I get invigorated because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, but that is also a clear indication if I ever run into something and I feel drained at doing it, that's a clear sign to me that mm, you probably shouldn't be doing it. That's Listen, for me. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. There's something off here. Let me figure it out. Mm -hmm. And nine times out of 10, it's not my space. Yeah. It's, I'm not supposed to, got it. Identified, got it. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. How and I know that I've been um, providing a lot of the information um, visually here, but tell us how can we find you and get connected to what you're doing? Yeah, the best place is the website, right? Authentic Encounters LLC.com. That is the best place to do it. Submit a contact, uh, submit a contact there. 
and that's the best place. Um, you can find me on social media under Authentic uh, Encounters LLC and um, LinkedIn. Um, what is it? Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I'm, I'm hitting every generation or every, you know, every social preference, so to speak, except for TikTok now. <laughs> Somebody will get it there. It just won't be me. Amen. Ah, you're like, that's not my lane. It's not, not my lane, baby. It's not my lane. Uh, but uh, any of those places, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, uh, Authentic Encounters, LLC. Um, you can just get me there. Um, that's how they can do it. Well, I'm so excited, number one, that you took time to share this. But number two, that you're doing it in the same way as your brand. It's completely authentic. And I think listening and watching and just hearing you kind of encapsulate who you are, it makes sense you do what you're doing. It yeah. all just, it really makes sense. And I think the thing that's most motivating is that you're so passionate about it. You know, it's, 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 um, it's really encouraging. So thank you so much for inspiring me and I'm sure everybody today. I really do believe that whether you're in corporate America, community, face faith, whatever, uh, you can walk and live life on mission, no matter where you're at, once you find out what your identity is, who you're called and designed to be, and how you're called to support people or show up in this world. And it doesn't matter the environment. Um, I've just had opportunities uh, to do that in um, urban settings, suburban and rural America, believe it or not. I have 10 years in rural America. You wouldn't believe it, but I would. Uh, and the lessons about people, authenticity, and how to see them, how to serve them, and how to help equip them is something I uh, count as a blessing and an honor. Mm. Well, Lena, thank you so much for blessing us today. Well, thank you for the invitation. I greatly appreciate it. And I uh, just pray many blessings upon you and success and continued impact and influence. Thank you. Thank you so much. Listen, that was uh, Lena Morris. And if you got nothing else out of this, find your who. And the good thing about what we just heard, there are organizations much like Lena's who can help you do just that. You can have an authentic encounter as well. Be encouraged that there is something specific for you and for your life, and there is a way to connect to that. So as I usually say, and I mean it, you are the best you in the world, and I will see you next time here on The Phillips Show. Don't wait.